that's you know, uh, like uh, humor is about expectations, right? Yes. Yes. Oh Lord, uh, and in a decent enough accent to, ah, to, say, to, to be sure. Indeed, indeed. Dennis, my 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 mate, my my buddy. What's Hello, uh, man. Hey, man. what's happening? How you doing, man? Good I'm doing. You, man. I'm doing good. You? How you what doing, you, pal? What you up to, buddy? <laughs> I was hanging, man. Yeah. Greetings. Hey, here's there it is. Greetings. We have known. What's up? What's up? Remember What's that? What's that for? <laughs> that was from a horrible uh, 2000 and the year 2000, I think, Super Bowl commercial where uh, Bud, Budweiser, I think, did that. Anyway. Yeah. Kind of uh, that's the that's, that's so. The uh, are there any professional sports in the U.S. you follow? You don't follow NFL or basketball or baseball or anything, hockey. Uh, no. Are there any professional sports in the in Europe that you follow? I'm not from Europe. Uh, hmm. hmm. Well played. <laughs> uh, no, like tonight, I think. Um, Madrid is beating some uh, Scottish team for the uh, Champion Cup, mm, the UEFA Cup, I think. Did you get your uh, TV fixed? Oh, lordy, no. So, yeah, so, like, it's it, the the remote control takes, I forget exactly how we left it, but the remote control takes a couple seconds to respond, and the Bluetooth connection doesn't work well. And every so often, the um, the voice will get out of sync, sync with the audio. Yeah, yeah. And we went through the, the list, and the last I knew, it was within a week. And so I, I I called and I spoke to the support people, and they were like, uh, "Well, uh, first of all, how are you connected to Wi-Fi? Did I talk about this? Uh, th there's there's two." Uh, like frequency bands that you can connect Wi-Fi with uh, these days. There's uh, 2.6 gigahertz and 5.2 gigahertz or something like that. And the 2.6 is the older way of doing things that is uh, weaker in some circumstances. Um, like, to be honest, I don't know all the pros and cons of, of each. And it's but but in general, the 5.2, if you have an option, that's what you choose because it, like it, it goes farther. Let's say, uh, and I said, well, the distance between the television uh, and the router is maybe 18 inches, <laughs> and uh, and I don't know what I have it connected with. And, and it was the lower, I'll bet. And they were like, "Well, if you have it connected with the uh, with the five point two, uh, we recommend that you connect with the lower version because that works better with Samsung televisions the lower across the board. Is? Yeah, the older technology, uh, like we I'm can't we can't be bothered to, to make our our expensive thousand dollar televisions uh, work with the latest technology. Uh, you should use the lower." And so I was like, "Okay." But still, it's eighteen inches. Like, we're we're not. It's not like going through concrete walls and shit. Like, 
that, that's, uh, that's a dumb reason. Did you confirm which one you have? Uh, no, because I have. What you can do with your with your router is you can set the same name for the network for both. You can set them as different, and that that means you can choose. Uh, but I have it set as the same, and then each device can pick whatever they want to join with. Huh. Um, so, but uh, would that be nice if that was the problem? I, okay, that could. No, I was going to say that could be the problem with the uh, voice getting out of sync. But even then, I don't think that it's not a network latency issue. Uh, yeah, but it, it's but it damn sure isn't the problem with the remote or the Bluetooth. Because and it wasn't different... the problem with the smaller television set. Right, which are different technologies. Uh, however, uh, since since talking to the technician, I have actually connected the goddamn things with a cable because they're so fucking close that, like, why use Wi-Fi? Um, so there's no chance that... Wi-Fi right. latency is an issue. You could have cabled it for it was so. I could have cabled it from the beginning, but I was like, "They're just right here. Why waste right. a cable?" Um, but uh, so they said, "Okay, well, like nowadays, uh, tech support is so much easier because before they would have to be like, okay, well, uh, you know, look at the back of your thing and read me off the number, and you know, no, don't get any things wrong." And they're like, "Take a photo of the sticker on the back." Uh, and send it, send it to this, uh, yeah, to this number. Uh, so I did that, and then they, and then they said, okay, now go in, now go deep into the settings screen and find the about this TV uh, page and take a photo of that, so we know your exact firmware version, blah 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 blah. And I did that, and they have not really responded. So yesterday was a national holiday in Spain. Uh, do you know why? Yes, because it's the day before an election and they have to think about who you want to vote for. Wrong. We have elections on Sundays where no one works. Oh. National holiday. What day was yesterday? Oh, it's uh, all, uh, all all Saints Day. Indeed. All Saints Day. Indeed. So, all Saints Day. All Saints Day. <clears throat> all Saints Day, yeah. Uh, so that's... So that's like, a national uh, holiday? Because the national religion is Catholicism? Yep. <laughs> Amen, so to speak. Uh, yeah, that's a, a day where uh, it's bigger than Valentine's Day or Mother's Day for the florists because everyone goes to the florists and buys flowers and everyone goes to the cemetery uh, to lay flowers on the grave of their loved ones. Uh, it's just a it's a natu- national day of mourning. Uh, which it could coincide. Coincide with what? Well, the religious aspect of it could coincide with the civic aspect of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, be, you know, for sure there were church annual, services. Annual, let's put flowers on the cemetery day, as far as the city's concerned. Right. And, and, you know, in Mexico, it's the Day of the Dead, which is more of a happy, upbeat uh, celebration uh, than than here. But in Spain, it's very somber. And celebrating. Celebrating the... Exactly. Yeah. Celebrating the, the lives of the dead. Uh, so anyway, so today they had all day that was a, you know, working... Uh, weekday, and all I got back from them was uh, a yes that the photo of my television that I sent them was what they had asked for. And I guess someone, some technician is going to have to come out and like kick the tires themselves. I don't know. It's a it's a big hassle. It's such a gorgeous screen. Like you'll get it. When, you'll get it right when you'll it works. Get it right or you'll get it replaced. But it's gorgeous. Yeah, exactly. You know. 
Um, and the the fear I would have, of course, is that this new technology is not really quite ready unless the conditions are all but perfect. And for whatever reason, your condition may not be perfect. And it could be that, that there's other people this is happening to and the customer service is saying, we got a fucking problem. People are having trouble, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an engineering or otherwise. It doesn't feel... Problem. The, the actual guts of the, you know, computer part of the television shouldn't be any different from my smaller version that works just fine. Like, uh, what, what has to be more impressive is the, you know, the, the GPU, the graphics thing that's, you right. know, having to put so many pixels on the screen, but right. that's that, unrelated yeah. to my problems. Like the picture is the, fucking gorgeous. Being in the pixel business. I sling pixels every day, man. Right. I right. R and your G's and your B's up on your right. screens, man. Yeah. Right. Uh, so it's like that new uh, that new sport that's taken over tennis, pickleball. Yes. This is uh, similar to that. In so many ways. <laughs> yes. Good. Good pull, Dennis. Wow. Uh, so that's. Is an ongoing struggle, and hopefully, it's maybe remedied by well, this time next week. This is one of the this is one of the reasons you drink because not, of you're, you're, Samsung. You're, right now, as we're sitting here together, there's no stress. This is a, this is nothing but happy moments. It's like and it's hour largely of because it's largely because we're because we're drinking. <laughs> Don't you well, think? I'd like to think that good company uh, helps as well, but well, sure. yeah, I can understand yeah. it from your end. But what about it's me? Most, how would I? It's mostly how would, the how mostly would the how would that work for me though? See, see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's mostly ingesting poison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. I it, look, it, I just have to make do. That's right. It. You just make make do. Don't make don't. That's what I would say. Well, question. Yes. How do you think I'll know when my beer in the freezer is ready? I think we set a timer. I think in 10 minutes, I will say, hey, Dennis, stop talking about fishing. Go get your beer. Well, this is, this is, uh, this is the fact of the matter, is that I know it's the perfect time when I drain my beer. Whoa. It's like right? nature right? is healing. Right? Am I right? It's like you never thought of that. You never, you never even, you never even thought of it. <laughs> there must be a god. <laughs> well, it's been said. God damn this and god damn that. But God bless some things too, right? Yes. Yes. You know. So have you have you seen anything at all about Obama being funny on the campaign trail and bringing joy back to politics? What? He's so amazing his speeches that he's given he does a commercial have you seen any of it no tell me I, i'm a don't you are you are you fucking with me you do know about it because no, it's big news no uh, i'm a i'm a blank canvas uh paint me so, a picture. so one of the th things he does is he films something for young people to get out and vote and he says hello there my name is barack obama and many of you may not know me uh i was the 43rd uh, president of the united states and then they clipped to him making a corner jump shot, walking out of a gym somewhere. And he says, shows that and says, and absolutely the best 
perimeter shooter ever to live in the White House. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. And he's being self-deprecating. But the latest clip of him, which is just pure joy, is where there's uh, women and men behind him, and they're so happy to be there. They're cheering him on and cheering him on. And one real attractive woman and another woman, an older woman with a camera right behind him, and he overhears, as others do perhaps, when he paused, she yelled out, you're so fine. <laughs> yeah. To which he turned and he looked at her and he said something, you know, to be funny. Right. You know, he said, that's just what I love about this. And uh, and he and he turns back to the audience and says something like, she said, you're so fine. And he, he said, yeah, yeah, you know, it was funny, you know, and. and, and like wine. Come on. It's just funny. And uh, it's just the reporting on it was uh, fascinating from an angle that he's having fun. When's the last time you heard or saw anybody talk about politics who's running, who's in, in a campaign that 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 is about being about having fun? When you look at like um, the circus, which is as good a uh, insightful political Right. Uh, journalism. Is I haven't been watching is, that lately, but as there is on television, well, it's just it's it's incredible. It's it's not it's it's not a funny in the straight up funny sense. It's not joyful. It is a very serious look again and again. It's like holy fuck, look what's going on. And yeah, so it's um, not joyful. Right. It's, like it's like personal. like like John Oliver is is hilarious, but it's not joyful. It's it's very dark. Well, it's it, interesting you say that because. What he's doing is he's bringing joy to an otherwise serious situation, and he's doing both. But what Obama's doing is he's just enjoying himself right. to the point where there's laughter. Yeah, and it's not it's not about it's not so much about him being funny, but it's a good part of it because he is very funny. Sure, I've recently looked at all of his uh, his toasts at the at the roast the uh, the. Uh, Washington Correspondents' Dinner, Yep. when the president's the featured speaker, he is drop-dead funny. Yeah. Oh, he, God, he's so His, his comedic Literally timing so is yeah. so well. So well. And I'm going to have to look up some of these hired, videos uh, to put these in the show notes and watch them as well. One year, he hired a black uh, comedian. Yep. Well, he didn't hire, his, I mean, yeah. His, so, his, inner voice he, of, his inner voice of okay. anger. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me explain this. Uh, there, so there's this uh, comedic duo, uh, Key and Peel, and they they had a skit that they would do regularly that was um, where one of them would play Obama and the other one would play Obama's translator because Obama's always so cool, and the other right. one would 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 be like this is the angry version of what's behind all of that coolness. I didn't know that. And that, that, that was an existing that was an existing thing. And so. I didn't know that. And so he got chosen to actually do it for you know the real Obama really? at that event, and Which, how could uh, and he killed. how could he not how could he have ignored it? He had to do it, right? Exactly, and uh, you know, and, and it was amazing. I'll I'll send I'll find a couple of those videos for the show notes, and I'll send you a couple because oh, that'd be funny. they're they're very good. That that duo is, uh, whenever YouTube suggests them to me, I lose about an hour because it's just so so good. Yeah, but down the wormhole. Yeah. Yeah, they they do they do a really really funny thing, uh, where uh, so you know how we, on ESPN or whatever when you're watching uh, college football, they uh, they do this thing where each player sort of like looks at the camera and introduces themselves. You know, yeah. I'm I'm center forward, uh, uh, John they Thomas or whatever. School. They and, yeah, and their school, yeah, exactly. Uh, and so they have they have one of those. <laughs> 
that is really, really, really funny because they um they make up all the craziest uh, uh the, the craziest names both both like crazy African American names but also crazy like uh you know white redneck names uh-huh. uh, and it's 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 really really good anyway I'll send those to you I don't uh, I don't remember ever seeing anything they've ever done so that's why I didn't even I didn't even recognize the comedian as such I just right. knew when I saw him how very very funny he was and what you know what set of balls that Obama has I mean he yeah you know he, oh lord and you know his current approval rating which is this is the, the data that we're bombarded with with Biden is up to 46 or whatever Jesus. but Obama's 64 there's only one other political figure in the world who has a higher rating and it's his wife Michelle <laughs> and she would cringe at you saying political figure but yes. Well, no, I don't know that she would cringe. I, I, I think she would say that's too bad. <laughs> right. It's true. It's too yeah. bad that that's what I might say. I mean, I might say social activist, but at any rate, uh, the data is what what my my major point is. But are you aware? Are you aware that cringe is now a an adjective? That's so cringe. A, use it in a sentence. Like your shirt today is so cringe. Oh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Cringe. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I was thinking the other day of, I don't know why Meg Ryan and uh, you know she went through a, a period where you didn't hear much about or whatever. So the memes started and all this other stuff, and uh, uh, I forgot the story. Oh, well. Good story, good story. With, with, that's hilarious. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's very funny. You're funny. <laughs> uh, oh, Lord. So I have been doing some homework. Wow. And I, I haven't done a bit. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a little we angry. Did this, we did this correspondence about snakes now. Well, we, we can talk about that. Uh, okay. But I want, well, first I want to talk about the affair. Oh. I really. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got to get my beer. Okay. I know. I'll be right back. Boy, tension. So, I guess people watching the video version of this are going to actually see me now, but people that aren't gin martini level subscribers are not going to get this lovely insight into how I have like dumbbells here at my desk. So too bad for you guys. Nice beer. Where's my damn opener? Mm-hmm. I wondered what my granddaughter hit on me today. I'll bet you it's my opener. Yes. <laughs> she hit it in a little door underneath my desk. A little scamp. Kids are the worst. She'll be severely punished. Good. She's five. She should know better. Put her in the little door. At the time I was five, she's drinking a beer every day. Hi. Uh, where were we? Uh, the affair. Oh, bam. So, 
this is so my jam. Like you, you are exactly right. That uh, again, again, right again, again. again. It uh, it's such. I I love the uh, the ver- the you know the different versions and the memories and stuff. Uh, it's you said, and you said you were going to research this, but you probably and haven't. I sent it to you. Uh, yeah, you yeah you sent an article about about that, but there's not an actual term. I don't I don't think for the tendency to uh, remember yourself in a better light. I'm, I'm almost positive that what I sent you does call it by a name, huh. and of course I'm lazy and didn't take a note on it. I'd have to look at my email, but I thought it was in the first paragraph. Um, but I could have just misunderstood that just as easily. <clears throat> but uh, I do, and they, in the first couple episodes, they replay the same uh, events with a different person's uh, yes. perspective. And then later, uh, like I'm on episode five now, maybe of the first season, uh, and later they, they, uh, they, go, they stop repeating quite so much and it picked up but, uh, one picks up where the other leaves off or right what has happened simultaneously but at different locations right exactly so many 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 options and over the course of i think it's five seasons yeah i can't believe uh, that this goes for five seasons because this it's is so this is the let me tell you this and you've heard me say this before this is uh, that the six feet under is to me the most riveting series that went on for, I think it was five seasons. Right. Um, and as a catalog, I can watch it again and again. And I and the ending is as good of cinema as I've ever seen to this day. Mm-hmm. This is like that because of its endurance and its characterization and the fascinating aspects of the different storylines. And of course, the actors... Yeah, they are the, nothing but sensational, and they paint the characters like they do such a good job of uh, creating you know three dimensional characters. Like there are some like so far, um, the wife played by Maura Tierney uh, is just sort of an adjacent uh, you know here sometimes. Uh, she, we haven't gone deep into her yet, but I can see how other episodes could go deeper into those other characters. But the um, the the primary two actors are really quite amazing. And Ruth, uh, Ruth, Ruth uh, Wilson and Ruth Dominic Wilson, West. Yeah. And Dominic, Dominic West. West, yeah. <laughs> so well, yeah. just to just just the other day, uh, I saw like some video on Facebook or something where it was Dominic West uh, with, a, with a mistress. No, advocating for some charity or something. Like he was just like saying, "Hi, I'm Dominic West." As a result of the bad press about the mistress. Well, I don't know about that. You have more information about him uh, than I do. But it was, it was just one of those things of like, I didn't really know you, but now you know. Now I've been watching you, and and now here you are in in my face. Well, there's uh, the events that occur in the in the kind of like the butterfly effect of. When this happens to this character, this happens to that character. And the storylines multiply in some of the most surprising and interesting ways, unexpected and 
tragic, but tragic in a way that people have suffered through on this planet every day of the every day, right? right? Stuff, and it's like stuff that happens. And um, the 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 writing is spectacular because the kind feels very real. It is, feels very real. real. Yes. You have characters yelling at each other, talking over the top of each other. And what I appreciated after, you know, 60 some hours of it was how funny it was once you knew the characters well enough that real subtle humor being shown, like sarcastic humor right. being filmed. It's really hilarious because, you know, the person who sang it, in this case, Morna Tierney, who is, oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. Lord. And I just watched her uh, interview of characters I played in the most interesting. Oh, interesting. Movie. I love yeah. those. And um, and she spent scant time on it, which was surprising, but it's driven by the questions of the uh, interview, who I did not uh, like all that much, frankly. Right. Um, it was way too much of the interview in these clips, frankly. I, didn't, I just wanted to see her, not yeah. what she was thinking or asking. Or, you know, you did this and you did that. How was this? How was that? Shut the fuck up. Just... Uh, okay, the, the, the videos, the videos I I know about that that are like done by GQ, I think are uh, are this isn't GQ are just are just the actor, and you don't even hear the yes. questions. Yes, yes, uh, but yes. okay. There's so there's some other video interviewing her. Okay, yeah, right. Which which actually was interesting enough. You know, I mean, yeah. let me let me inside some of it. But uh, the so, uh, so given the acclaim of this series, I was amazed. That I didn't, I had, I didn't know about it. No, I had ne no, and, no one ever it's mentioned not this like, to me. You know, watching series or something that is new to me. <laughs> doing I don't. I generally, I mean, you are my primary source of information about what's on Showtime, like at HBO. Well, yeah, but it, no, but HBO is a more uh, universal. Is a more known uh, thing. Like people talk about the, you know, the. Dragons, whatever the stupid show is. Uh, yeah, yeah. They talk about that a lot. Lots of a dragons lot more. in the current iteration, which, by the way, won't come back until 2024. It's like, you know, it, it was not all long. that interesting to watch it from episode to episode. And now you're telling me I'm going to care enough to wait two years for, you know. And oh, really? The dragon fight was good. That was good. Real good. Real yeah, good. Let's, uh, let's, let's go back to the affair for a moment. Yes, of course. Of course, the, I digress. Uh, I digress. I'm so the, sorry. Dominic, man, he's a good-looking dude. Like he's he he, uh, he plays the like as he's a not typically handsome though. No, but he's got some. He's, he's Daniel Craig charm. handsome. He's got he's got a charm to him yes. that is like wow. Well, and, and you haven't seen interviews and whatnot, but one of the things I love about him after I saw the series was that in the stuff I've saw, I, I saw of him on tele, you know, interviews and whatnot, he was very self-deprecating, you right. know, and one of the things he's, well, I don't want to do any spoilers, but anyway, I, I liked that about him as an actor and with such a heavy British accent, both from him and Ruth, they're both UK. Um, uh, it's, hidden hidden it, Brits, yep. Yes. Interesting. And while I kind of thought as much about him for some reason that could be more credible. She, with her name, Ruth Wilson, am right. I right? Yeah. It's like, she's American. She's from Indiana. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? 
No, you know, no. She's, she's from Ashford, head. England. She went to the University University of Nottingham, and then the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Art. But you know, in these in these successful series like this, you care about the characters. We've talked about this before, yes. where that's why you tune in because you wonder, but you also you're kind of hoping for the best. I mean, there's sometimes when as a result of the storyline, you you say holy shit, right? About the character. They want you to they want you to say holy shit a lot. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and the quality of the of the of the work, the cinematography, uh, is it's just very good. The casting is perfect, just perfect. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So, so she has that uh, that thing that very few people have of the the strange sort of like upper lip that is like pouty. Not really. Yeah, it's like not really there. It's a pouty and, lip. And I find it really interesting that I th- that when I think of people with pouty lips, uh, Maura Tierney comes to mind. Like uh, she also, she's uh, only she's only got she's only got the upper uh, lip. Yeah, well, no, I mean, lip. she she like Dominic West is not attractive classic in the classic sense. What one might say, right? But, but is as soon as you very, see any motion, yeah, 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 exactly. very, you know, very attractive. And you know, and, and one of the things that she says in an interview is, um, you know, I was uh, I I wasn't tall enough or skinny enough to be beautiful and um and the her persona is the at great uh point of her of, of, of her attraction it is a, yes. it is it's it's a whole lot more than the way she looks which is just wonderful but um but yeah i think i mentioned i think i mentioned last time that uh that she was a definite crush of mine on on er uh when she was doing that um and she's very much uh i guess if i have a type you know uh and and so it's it's what's the problem with you only getting one year of five years you can solve that with your uh, i have so i have uh i've got the first season uh acquired and i have the third fourth and fifth season uh, seasons acquired and the second season is uh still in the oven let's say uh but i have hopes that i will be able to acquire it yeah. however do i have hopes that i will f- somehow find 50 hours uh with which to consume this uh we'll see but no, uh, no, no. i'm enjoying you're it so far you're and... taking the wrong approach no matter how long it takes no matter how long it takes you will complete it you will complete your homework and we'll talk okay so uh, where Episode are you right now? 411 where are you right now in the uh trajectory of the, of the first season you said episode five what, what just happened uh they went to a uh a town hall meeting they've actually had penetrative sex for the first time and they have agreed not to like let's just be friends but they seem to be just friends that uh every time they're alone they need to kiss each other and more uh, when more uh when when it's uh, when it's available yes yeah. but uh what the the crazy thing about the first episode what's with the with the with the um 
with the son faking suicide. Like what? Does, what? Does that, in the first episode. Oh, oh, oh. In the first like 15 minutes of the show, uh, yeah. the, the troubled teenage son uh, like has this kit that he got off Amazon or something and like fakes uh, hanging just to and like so, get and, attention and, from his dad. And what's so more precisely, what's your question? I mean, what? I don't know. Like that was, uh, that seemed like a dramatic moment at the beginning of the, of, of the series. But then well, the like- reason, the reason that they did that was they wanted you to know pretty early on what it felt like to get punched in the stomach. And having done that and it being a farce, they also wanted you to know that maybe they're just going to fuck with you a lot. Right. Okay. So, as a as a as a point of, of reference, they want you to remember this first episode, and that image right is so is so fucking awful, and his and his reaction is so fucking perfect. And your and you you want to and your your thought is my thought was at any rate was what a fucked up kid right exactly that is getting attention that way with some twisted. I thought you'd be proud of me is what yes he said, he said that yes. I researched it. I did this. I got the harness. I, I figured it all out. I right. timed it. It scared you. Cool, huh? Right. And immature enough to, to not realize the gravitas. But um, it has. But, it but maybe out, maybe that's a maybe that's a reflection on the health of the household. If that's a thing. Well, it's it it certainly raises a lot of questions as I wanted to. In fact, the whole point of the first episode is is this is there. Has this raised enough interesting questions for you that you'd like to see what happens next? And the answer is, fuck yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's what they were going for. But uh, so far, nothing has come of that. And that, that character is like not really around much. But um, we'll, we'll see. Their son? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the other thing that I appreciate, which, of course, you can't, is the... Uh, the of an episodic view based on the full piece of work right you know which is a retrospective in, in, in a lot of sense that of course you can only get there when you when some time has passed but sure but that's to come uh let's say it takes you three years yeah to watch off you know three years we'll talk in three years it'll be what will the date be, be 2027 uh-huh. am i right yeah no no 2026 Nothing more entertaining will have come out since in the meantime. <laughs> well, it, it it stands as a classic. Yeah, I I, I think it's got I, it's got I it has got quite icon status yet, but we can help with that because once once we're done with it, uh, the you know the herd will follow, so to speak. Right, for sure we you will. Know, I mean, we will boost it. We are thought um, leaders, as they say in the business. Yes, the I mean. Showtime should be sponsoring this episode, but they are not. Well, yet. I'll, as you know, I uh, leave that all up to you. I don't know. Uh, frankly, I wonder sometimes how much time you put into it. I don't. Not not to be critical. I just. I don't know what you do with your time. You just. You know, I, I see don't know what I do with my time. There's things you're supposed to do. Half the time you don't know. So, now listen, listen. I sent we we correspond. Let's talk about snakes. About the snake stories. Yes. We gotta talk about this. So first you sent me a a story that was a Python in the Philippines? Where, Philippines. where was it? in the Philippines uh, ate a grandmother whole. 
Yes, and, they would. It goes without saying, but I'm yeah. glad you said it. Yeah, I mean, snakes don't chew very well, right? They bite, but they don't chew. Yeah, they're. I'm going to go out on a limb and call snakes bad masticators. <laughs> call them what? Bad masticators. <laughs> bad uh, mastication. Yes. Yeah. So, oh. is that the name of a song or a new television series? Bad mastication. Yeah, that's that's my new uh, my new band about snakes. Is it about Bat Masterson? No. Do you know who Bat Masterson is? No. I watched Bat Masterson on uh, black and white television. It was a television series that came on once a week, and it was my drop dead favorite. And to this day, I walk with a cane when I when when I can. You know when it calls for it. They call him Bat Bat Masterson. They called him Bad, Bad Master's son. You tell me that's not accurate. I win the prize. What do I get? Bat Bartholomew William Barclay Bat Masterson uh, was, was born in 1853 and died in 1921. And why is he famous? He was a U.S. Army scout, lawman, professional gambler, and journalist, and overknown for his exploits in the 19th and 20th century American Old West. So, in popular culture, ah, there's Bat Masterson in the comics, uh, featuring a, a story that was scripted by Gaylord Dubois. Who played and, him in the television series? That's what I don't recall. Uh, I want to say Gene Barry. Eugene Gene Barry, that makes sense. Yeah. I guess I yeah. don't. I don't. I, I, I still don't recall. But and it was Boy. black and white western. It was like a. I think yes. It was. Yes, a, yes. It was came out after Gunsmoke was successful. Uh, Barry and, chose the professional name uh, in honor of John Barrymore. Anyway, yeah, Gene Barry. It was the sixth. It was after Gunsmoke. Okay. Gunsmoke, I'll bet, was the predecessor by a few years. Um. And also the rifleman uh, was in there too, and that 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 started out where they they showed a screen and then you just heard repeat rifle shooting, bam 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 bam, and then they showed you the rifleman. He was good with a rifle. There ain't a kid in America who didn't want to be good with a rifle, you know. Although Think the series it. was fiction, it claimed in the closing credits to be based on a biography, Bat Masterson by Richard O'Connor. Well, there you go. Gene Berry, Allison Hayes, lots of dead people. Cool, cool. Uh, That's what so, happens, you know. It happens. Everybody's, we're all going to kick. Okay, hey, so. I, I got to mention that. The, what? Okay, go ahead, and then I'll pull us back. The, so, um, I'd lost it. Never mind, go ahead. Okay. We got we got onto Bat Masterson because I said bad masticator, referring to snakes. <laughs> That's right. Good for you. Did you write that down? Are you taking notes? How could you remember that? So I couldn't tell you where this conversation's been if my life depended so, on it. So uh, you sent me this article about the oh, grandmother yes, yes, that was yes, eaten the, by a snake. The grandmother, and, and it was written in the most nonchalant way. And sure enough, when they opened the stomach of the giant python, there was Granny. Somewhat digested, not a pretty picture. 
I, from what I understood, it, like she was still whole. She had just suffocated because there's no air inside of a snake. I wouldn't be surprised if there was uh, some deterioration of the ankle area, at least in the early stages. Early ankle digestion may have happened. Right. right. Yes. It was a grotesque picture. But then, and then where, where, oh. And then I sent you. You sent me one of a woman with a pet snake who bit her and gri gripped her with her, with the, with the boa constrictor's sharp teeth in the wrist until yep. she bled and then wrapped himself around her arm. And one version of it, just the film of it, because they were doing a, like a little film about, oh, my pet boa constrictor, how lovely it is to have a pet boa constrictor. And she didn't recognize that the boa was hungry. And she looked to the boa like a big piece of meat. Yeah. And, it, and bam. I saw, so what I sent you was the thing that I could find that was a, uh, what they call a reaction video. That's a thing now where uh, rather than create your own content, you you show someone else's viral content and then you like have a reaction to it and uh but this was a a knowledgeable snake hobbyist that snake was charmer. they were talking whisper. about why about the things that she did right and the things that she did wrong and overall said that she did an excellent job of she kept cool maintaining her cool because Even with blood because when that thing you know, and, and, and saying to the, to the person she was with, you know, Hey, can you get this thing off my shoulder? Like it's trying to like get around my neck. Yeah. Uh, and that it was, kill her. I mean, I, uh, the expert said that he thought that she could have survived if she was on her own, but I have my doubts. I think this thing, uh, very easily could have overpowered her. And did you notice the dude's hair looked like a snake? No. He had a ponytail that was at least two and a half, three feet long. It looked like a cord, but it I wasn't a cord. It was his hair. He wants to be a snake. He, you, you think he's got snake tattoos? I do. Oh, there's a cobra on that shoulder for sure. Yeah. You've seen the guy who, who remade himself, tatted himself to become a reptile. I've seen things like that Yeah, where you can like get like uh fork canine tongue. implants and and, and a fork tongue yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah, a yeah. that's tongue. a i don't want to say common but that's a body mod oh, that i've heard of right that's let's i mean i don't know who am i to say but i hope it doesn't become common i mean that's what people want to do well so listen, listen. um from the snake story on to uh the uh, i went to the pier marquette again did some fishing trying to catch uh the the uh the, the uh uh, steelhead trout and uh, had a couple on ended up catching a couple of salmon even though I didn't want to and saw fish and had fish on all day long there were fish everywhere and in this several mile stretch of the river once again no other fishermen not even a boat started out 45 degrees ended up to be 62 fish everywhere uh, but a little spooked by the clear water in the sun frankly it makes it tough um, so anyway. when no one else is out there, uh, does that make you think that you're smarter than other people or dumber than other people? It doesn't make me think either of those things. It makes me think, um, people are busy every Tuesday. That's why I'm here now. I think, uh, I had hoped for this. You're a Tuesday fisherman. 
Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, the fishermen that want to get ahead up on the weekend are fishing on Friday. Thursday's not a bad day. Wednesday's middle of the week, so fishermen will say, I'll go out fishing in the middle of the week. But Tuesday. Does anybody fish on Monday? Monday, Monday. When does the crow fly? Eagle. Eagle flies on Sunday, right? Monday, Monday. It doesn't matter what flies I threw about. But come now, Tuesday, Tuesday morning, I will guarantee that I will find the trout who's waiting, waiting for me. Tuesday, Tuesday, can't trust that day. I could go on, but I won't. Man, well, I anyway. yeah, I don't. Who knows? Who I, knows? I think we can all agree that that was hey, plenty. Hey, so, so I got to tell you something. Um, yes, you there. Uh, data on uh, SJ. Data on SJ. Yeah. 15 to 30 hits last week. It's, <laughs> it's, we're not doing anything. And it's 10 times as active as what. Is what we dedicate our hearts to. Episode four hundred and twenty-six. Hey, he's, he's still yeah. Are had, you still here? We had six people tune in last week. A couple we had eight the week before, but I hear a couple of them died. Yeah, uh, uh, we've we've got a lot of uh, churn with uh, with death. Oh mercy! Well, today is uh, sixty-five degrees. It's a beautiful day. Uh, in the neighborhood, I uh, unloaded brush today from the from the place over where my son and I share a house. And, Hold on, uh, elaborate on unloaded brush. Was so I had a, a, my trailer, which you've heard about, four wheeler, fourteen foot by five foot by four and a half feet, half full of brush that I cut from the property. Trees, all brush. Uh-huh. And the first place I go to, it says close to the public, but the gate is open, and I go through, and I, and the, usually you drop the brush outside but they're redoing their building. So they're closed. And I thought I would say somehow since the brush is outside, can I just dump it? You know, cause I was prepared to do that. But as it turns out, when I looked over to where the brush usually was, it wasn't there anymore. And instead there was equipment for redoing the building, which is a garbage building, which is, you know, 75 feet tall and enough base. So you, you collected, started. you collected brush from a place where you don't want it. And you put it in your trailer and you took it somewhere to dump it. Yes, and it was and closed. It was closed. They okay. recommended the next place. Back I was to the story. Blocks away. I went there, and they were closed, too. To oh, both no. of them, I said, do you know where? First one said the second one. The second one said, I don't know. So I called the first one and said, when are you going to open again? Or where else can I go? And she said, I have a list. Unlike everybody else, I, told, I have a list. Tribe Molders, which I, I said, I know them. I'll work with them. I take it up. I dump it. I pay them uh, $12 a yard which if you picture a box that's three foot high by three foot wide by three foot tall, that's a, a yard. Cu- a cubic yard. Cubic yard. Yes. And it's 12 bucks for one of those. So I had four. He gave me a deal with four. There was more than four. And then I loaded it and washed out the trailer and it came home. And it's, it's fact, it's parked on the street in a place that will undoubtedly get a ticket. So I've got to figure out what to do with it tonight because I'm in no shape to deliver what's in it now, which is a cement mixer. That I borrowed from my my man. That was my next guest. Give a shout out. Yes. Yonkman. Yonkman. Construction company. Joel Yonkman in this case. Shout out. His cement mixer, which he loaned to me, and I broke the button, which reportedly Damn was. Damn it, Dennis. It was. was uh, How hard did you push it? 
was sensitive. You always, you always push the button, don't you? You find the button and you push it. But you don't push it that hard, Dennis. Buttons can break. I knew it was going to break. And you he said, take yeah, it easy on the button. It was cheap. Jeez. It was always cheap. Who's always cheap? Joel? No, Joel's reasonable. Huh. But I did go to a place today and put in a bid. And I got a call from a friend of a friend who said, listen, I got your name. I hear you can fix our door. Here's pictures of it. They sent me a door frame that looked like somebody cocked it very badly. And then a little place where the door pulled a screw out. So I went there today and said, what, what, what? she said, look at this. He said, look at this, look at this. And I said, well, it isn't, how is it affecting the closing and opening your door? He said, it's not at all. I said, well, this is a good metal door in a good frame. And you can see the rubber is new and it's, it's sound. Yeah. And what you're looking at is something that's ugly, but doesn't have any effect on any of the operation of the door. I can make it look better either by sanding it and caulking it correctly or by adding a piece of wood over the top of it. But here's the thing. It's going to cost you about 100 bucks. And when I walked in the house, I saw there's a bunch of stuff that needs to be done around here. Yep. And what you got to decide is whether your 100 bucks is on a door that works perfectly fine, but you don't like the way it looks. Because you need two lists as a new homeowner who, as yeah. you say, wants to live here for at least 15 years. Yep. There's going to po I point out some things to you that you need to fix. Two lists. I don't know that a $100 improvement in the way a door looks is on your list. Unless you got a lot of money. And he said, oh, no, I don't have a lot of money. I said, well, let's look around. And I pointed out the thing. I said, you and your wife sit down. Get you lower hanging fruit here, pal. And you come up with a list. And if you want help to understand whether it's high, moderate, or low priority over time, based on deter deterioration of, of the structure, you know, if you got a place that leaks, it's a higher than if you don't like the color of a paint, right? Blah, blah, blah. And I walked away not having any job. But... The promise of 10, 15 jobs. <laughs> and I said, you put together the list of everything you think is wrong, and then I'll, I'll help you sort through it. And I can give you ballparks. I work for time and material. So, you know, I can give you an estimate. Yeah, see, you're a, you're a project manager. You go in and you, like, look for priorities. Whereas other people might come in there and be like, Quantity. yeah, I'll, I'll fix your door for 100 bucks. Sure. I'll be yeah. here on Friday. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I can fix this. Okay, it won't take me but half a day. I'll I'll be back. Yeah. When, so. You know. uh, yeah, uh, there are too few people like you that are like, well, well. Let's 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 get the best outcome for you. Not how can I take the most money from you? Well, and I I'm setting up a possibility of actually some work this weekend because I said to him, look, this is what you got to do before the snow flies. You got to clean out your gutters before the snow you got a ladder yeah if you got a ladder and a bucket and a hose you can clean gutters now That's or you can pay somebody to do it but if you've got a ladder you can do it but here's the thing if i do it i would spray wash it and i if i'm going to hire somebody to spray wash i wouldn't have them just come in and spray wash my gutters i have to spray wash my whole house and do the gutters as part of that that's much more affordable over the long haul mm -hmm. and that'll take a whole day and then it'll take a day if you want me to fix every place where the vinyl siding is loose and where there's obvious detriments. I'll just ballpark that's a day. You can tie that in and it can be done. And in my next communications, it can be done now, be done this month. We're in, in 60 degree weather for over the next week. Which is wild in November, right? Um, very unusual. Yeah. Last and, and it wasn't but six years ago that it was similar. We said the same thing then, but... Um, but I'm back in it. episode I mean, I... number two hundred and seven. No, 
What's that? <laughs> it feels like we've been doing this for eight years, but oh yeah, well it's only really. because we're so incredibly fucking boring. So tell me more about the dump about the uh, gutters. <laughs> what? Tell you more about the what? Sorry, about cleaning your gutters. <laughs> You're, you're we need more gutter content in this. Oh, 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 oh Get your yeah, mind back uh, in the gutter, Dennis. Come on. Well, so I, you know, I did the, I did the, the, the project sales pitch, what it was, and know that, you know, with that, that's like, you know, let me just be part of your budget. You know, you want to spend. Let me be uh, part of your budget. Uh, you know, uh, eight hours is uh, four hundred bucks. You know, plus materials. Um. You tell me what your budget. You want to spend four hundred bucks a month? We'll prioritize these projects. I'll be here once a month. Mm-hmm. You want to do two? I'll be here twice a month. Whatever you got money for. He said, "Well, we we set aside for this door." He said, "We set aside between, you know." And you're like, "Forget about the door, 100, man." A hundred and a thousand dollars. And I'm thinking, I'm going to get a thousand dollars from looking at this damn door. If you got a thousand dollars, let me take it like a round. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. I can cock, I can paint, I this, that, and the other. I'm a handy man. I said, I'm just handy. You know, I'm what you call your rough carpenter. Yep. I'm handy. I can fix stuff. I climb up on a ladder and fix stuff. He said, what do I do up there where the, the piece of vinyl is blown away and I don't have the vinyl? And I said, oh, that's a lot of work to try to match a piece of vinyl for that little piece. You know what? I just nail the vinyl up that's there and go ahead and match that paint. And cock that up, and from this distance, you're not going to see any difference. It'll uh-huh. last forever. He said, "Well, that's a good reason." Yeah. He said, "I didn't know what I was going to do." I said, "Well, he said, give me a letter. I can get high." And you know what? That's the thing you do when you're up on the ladder spray washing the house. So that's the kind of repair that you do all at once. You know, you say you want to replace your stairs coming up onto your porch. They don't need to be replaced. They need to be spray washed. They need to be sanded. They need to be painted with double coat stuff you'll save hundreds of dollars by just painting those but the question isn't about your stairs the question is about your whole porch what do you want done up here you got a floorboard here that's loose you got a buckle board here you got some deterioration of wood you got paint yeah, buckle boards it's a particular color you may want to change that but what do you want to do with the porch you budget the porch because if somebody's going to come in and do the steps you don't have to come back to do the rest they got all the tools budget the porch that's what i always say <sighs> no one budgets the porch you say that right. all the time. I, 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 I bet you if we did a, a word BTP, I'm always saying our episodes would come up budget support times probably fifty sixty times. I say, get your buckle boards and your nails and your whatever. Yeah. Whatever. So that's how you like this view. It's uh, scary. Speaking of scary, did you uh, did you trick or treat? We've talked on past years about uh, how you love scary. We skipped it this uh, year. We, were, uh, we, blamed it on, we blamed it on the COVID. We didn't put you, the decorations. You probably up did that last year and the year before too. Uh, not last COVID's, year we had some COVID's stuff, up, but hmm. we didn't celebrate it the way that we'd like. I'm, it's part of my plan to to do that, and that's our New Year's resolution: celebrate the holidays. I mean, use your decorations. I, use your decorations. Isn't buying a pumpkin for Halloween part of budgeting the porch? Yes. Yes. You gotta put that on your porch budget, man. Yeah, this, I tell you a funny story. This uh, this house I looked at. Somebody went to the trouble to buy 
a bunch of you know pretty attractive uh, baked concrete uh, pavers with a rough side on them, and you stack them up to build a wall, and they're kind of curved. They're kind of nice. Okay. They weigh you know four three four pounds each one. Two fifty a, a brick, whatever. You need a hundred of them. I mean, so it's not cheap, but and. Okay. They decided to lay the wall so that the wall fell off the contours of the ground rather than build a straight wall. Right. And the contours of the ground are not at all symmetrical or attractive in any way. Never are. Nope. But the curving stonework is almost hilarious. And I said to the guy, I said, listen, the guy who used to live here before you, he hired drywall hangers. He hired painters. I can tell that. But everything else I'm looking at here, I'll tell you, I know his name. And he's, uh, what's his name? I said, his name's Jimmy. And uh, and he said, Jimmy. And I said, yep. And I know that because everything I'm looking at is Jimmy rigged. See how this isn't cut straight? You see how this is left undone? You see how that needs caulk there? This is just stuff that Jimmy does because he, he doesn't care. He doesn't have a real high standard of what stuff looks like. It's not expensive. It just takes time. So let's see what else Jimmy has done and come to discover that the inside of the house is done pretty well because Jimmy didn't do most of it. This was the entrance to the basement, to the back door, blah, blah, blah. But the outside of the house hadn't been touched since it had been vinyl sided and poorly. Uh, but that's the, the, the option of the spray wash and this and that. I got to see if my number two man is, wants to spray wash this weekend if he needs the money. Anyway, that's my bid story. Hey. That's fascinating. Uh, always budget the porch. Is is my takeaway? Because you never know, man. If you need to wear your this is this get rid is of your brush. fascinating listening. I'm, I'm, All right. I, I, how could anyone? How could anyone turn us off? I'm, should we wrap? They're 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 waiting for bated breath for you to say something to take us to a new and interesting place. And as it turns out, more interesting than you're not acting clever at all. You, you, and here's the thing. Tell me, this is what you get paid to do. I get paid. Well, you've got to raise the money to pay yourself, but nonetheless, this is your job. Yep. So you better take it more seriously. Yes, sir. You you know, I've been contacted about your evaluation, your annual evaluation. I've been contacted. Yeah, by the by the authorities. No, by the guy who spends five bucks a, a month supporting yeah. us. Yeah, he wrote me privately. Right. He said, "I think it's time for you to evaluate." Uh, shall I say? Then he puts in quotes your name, as right. if it's not really you. Right, 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 right. That makes sense. Like it's a, a pseudonym. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, this, this well, if it was a pseudonym, why would any? Why would you spell it with a K? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Well, that's that's it's uh, it's branding all the way down. Really, oh. it's uh, it's more memorable. When you were born. You were branded. Can well, you show me? Well, I don't think the camera can get up that particular uh, angle. Yes, I have a brand. I have a trademark, and you have a trademark. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? I am patented, patent pending, pending patent. You got a lot of sun in your face, son. Sonny, thank you for the things that you've done for me, Sonny. So I've been reading Jim Carrey's uh, uh, book. Um, 
I want to say it, uh, memories, what is it called? Memories and falsehoods or memories. No, I think it's nothing. I don't know the name of it. God dang it. Why can't I remember? Memoirs and misinformation. That's it. You're Bam. welcome. You're so good. I, I'm and bad. it's, it's, it's worth the read. It's fascinating. It's funny. Oh dear. Well, well, so I got to get out of the sun. How are we doing on time, broski? Oh, you know who reads the audiobook? Jeff Daniels. No kidding. I kid you not. So, no kidding. That might be interesting. It's interesting what uh, the way that he's got characters in this. Quentin Tarantino is in it. Actors, all sorts of actors are in it because it's really, it's Jim Carrey's life that, that it's written about. So this is, these are people who call him and his friends and whatnot. And, uh, it's a really fascinating perspective. And then, of course, so much of it is either drug-induced or uh, quite evidence of a personality disorder right. or just complete fiction. He co-writes this with another author. So, you know, there's a, a, a give and take on, on, on the, the fiction side right. of what he's doing. But it all revolves around this. This isn't much of a spoiler, but it revolves around the fact that he is offered at a low point in his career to play Mao. In in what what promises to be the, the Chairman most Mao movie, yes, the most important movie of, of of a generation, and he starts to he's got to get indoctrinated, and he starts to gain weight, and and he's immersed in this of the success of this, and it's all about the director who promised it to him and what he's got to do, and in this crazy because he's such in a depressive state, it takes over his fucking mind, and he ends up hallucinating in deep 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 ways. That is like, whoa, this is crazy. Thus, the name, you know. Memoirs and Misinformation. Because a lot of it is set in a time frame which is accurate. The movies he was shooting and and how he felt about them and where his career was. Yeah, I am. As I've mentioned, I I listened to some podcasts uh, with people that are on SNL. And, yeah. uh, and Jim Carrey uh, auditioned for SNL and wasn't accepted because they already had uh, like two or three goofy white guys on the cast yeah. already. And they, and they just, there wasn't room for him. Uh, but yeah, I, one of my favorite movies of his is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Have you seen oh, that? Oh God, yes. I, I recently rewatched it's, that on a plane, and it fucks with me every single time. Yeah, I've seen it two, three times. Bits because, and pieces of it a half a dozen times. It's and it's all about, like I love, uh, as we've discussed with with the affair. I love uh, stuff that like questions memory, and you know, Blade Runner is all about. Yeah, it's are we, it's a, are we uh, really memory our own memories. And it's a very disconcerting movie and has a great degree of tension built into it, which is discomfort dis, dis, discomforting yes. during the during the watching of it. But it, it releases those chemicals into your bloodstream that makes you say, "Do you want to see another episode?" It's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." It's uh, make me feel this way again because it's uh, well, you've just disappeared. No, I'm I'm here. The- That's weird. Isn't it great to end on a technical difficulty?
That's the end of episode number 165. You can find the show notes at happyhour.fm slash 165. There are so many links to Key and Peel videos and Scary Snake stuff and whoever Bat Masterson is. And you can support us at patreon.com slash happyhour. See you next week.